Today in the Topping Show, Fox News soft censors Trump, Mercedes starts their own recycling plant, Toblerone changes its branding, Walmart closes their stores in Portland, Disney cuts the price on their Star Wars hotels, all that and much, much more on the Topping Show. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in today. Today's episode of The Topping Show is sponsored by ExpressVPN and Topping Technologies. ExpressVPN helps protect your online data, and Topping Technologies is an IT value-added resource and services company with a special proficiency in IT security. If you're a business owner or if you're an IT leader and you do some assistance, you can reach them at sales at toppingtechnologies.com. So going to the, to the business part of the podcast, we have Lancy Holmes moving from California to Texas. This is the countless number of companies that are moving from California to Texas due to a myriad of reasons, mostly being taxes, regulations, as well as the cost of living. Lancy is a home building company, which builds not only residential homes, but entire neighborhoods. And they currently build communities in Arizona, Florida, California, and Texas. So makes sense. Moving to Texas, going to decrease that cost exponentially. And specifically, the CEO, Jim Ho, noted that the lower cost of living in Texas was one major reason he was moving the companies there. It'll be interesting to see how long that low cost of living is with seemingly every company conceivably moving from California to Texas. Now, going on to Mercedes, they're going to build their first battery recycling plant in Germany. They recently broke ground and it will be in Copenhagen. The goal for them is to hit 96% recovery rate of four key materials, those materials being lithium, cobalt, nickel, and graphite, eventually with the last. And the goal is to that have the capacity to have an annual recycle capability of 2,500 tons, starting that at the end of 2023. And as more and more of these car companies start making electric cars, which are overwhelmingly the weight and materials of the cars, the precious metals in the batteries, it's going to make sense to go on to try to recoup that cost, as well as recycle it in an environmentally friendly way. Now, Mercedes board director George Bergser noted specifically with this quote, with a recycling rate of more than 96%, a mine of tomorrow is being created here in Copenhagen. The innovative technology approach enables us to incorporate valuable raw materials into new Mercedes EV technologies. We are consistently expanding our expertise on the battery value chain and are taking the important step in our strategic tra strategy towards electric only. So it's interesting to see Toyota, or sorry, in this case, Mercedes is very transparent of going 100% EV in the near future. And if you're going to do that, you, especially in Europe where they have very strict environmental standards for the whole life cycle of the vehicle, they need to figure out how to safely get rid of and recycle all those hazardous materials that you can't just throw into a traditional recycling plant. Now, iconic chocolate chocolate bar, I don't know what you call their big, uh, the triangle tube, but the Toberone is changing their brand. The Toberone bar in the brand was invented in 1908 by Gene Tobler, currently owned by chocolate conglomerate Mondelez, or Maldez, Mondelez, however you prefer to pronounce it. And the brand change is recently due to the recent passing of Switzerland's Swissness Act, which was passed in 2017, and perhaps one of the most Swiss words in history. So I guess it has to be a real word, Swissness. 
Now, specifically, the Swiss Act requires food products to be produced with 80% of the raw materials sourced from Switzerland now to be designed the Swiss made. However, the figure jumps to 100% for dairy and milk products. Toborn recently announced they are moving their manufacturing capabilities to Slovakia, and that will result in the removal of the iconic Matterhorn Mountain from the packaging, which also has that hidden Easter egg of the bear, which I didn't see for most of my life until someone pointed it out to me. And yeah, there's actually a bear silhouette in the mountain. Quite brilliant marketing. And it'll be interesting to see how it affects their sales. One of the biggest, most important, valuable things of a company is their brand. And yeah, now they can no longer use that. So it'll be interesting to see if that decreases their sales or how the company evolves. Now, Walmart recently announced they're going to close all their stores in Portland, specifically, quantifiably. That's two. The official close date, the reason why you're seeing this in the news more often now, is because the close date is March 24th, so later this month, quantifying and laying off about 180 employees. And a lot of people are speculating, you know, why is one of the most powerful, largest retail, most successful retail companies on the planet leaving this specific town? And quite politically correct, their spokesperson, Lauren Willis, said, quote unquote, there is no single cause for why a store closes, which is the nicest way of saying what they don't want to say out loud because they don't want to have anyone actually criticize them for the real reason they're actually leaving that area. And realistically, it's because many people are pointing to the Portland, Oregon mayor, Ted Wheeler, who famously during the, when the George Floyd protest turned into the riots, when you have those folks become, certain folks in the crowds become violent. The mayor of Portland, Oregon, Ted Wheeler, said, quote, unquote, he wanted to just let them, quote, unquote, burn itself out. Which is a nice way of saying do nothing. They'll, they'll, they'll just tire themselves out. And collectively, it was about $2.5 billion in damage throughout the whole United States during those disturbances and those riots. And that affected a lot of businesses. Not only that, you have an increasing theft rate at a lot of these stores and a lot of these places that aren't enforcing the laws. So they don't want to come out and say it, but I, it's pretty darn, a pretty good chance that the company was losing money. So those two locations of Walmart were losing, they were bleeding capital. Now, granted, it's not like they're growing for the whole state. It's outside, just outside city limits, there are other Walmarts. So it's not like as bad as the headlines usually just, you know, as you see it off the front page, but it's still, they're not going to be in the city anymore. So that city's going to lose out on all that tax revenue, all those jobs, which it's really unfortunate that the people who really suffer are a lot of the frontline workers who depending on, they depend on those jobs. So that's 580 people they Hopefully they'll be able to find employment at a different, maybe a different store in Portland or realistically probably out of the city or maybe even out of the state. And yeah, during the Ted Wheeler, just let it happen. There's for, Literally every night for three months, there's violence. And that was back in uh, 2020. And a lot of these businesses just didn't bounce back. They just kind of, they tried the best they could. But long-term, it just, it's not a prudent financial investment for a store to lose money years on end. And this isn't alone in terms of geography. Walmart is also announcing closed stores or store closing in other states, which are also mixed in terms of Republican and Democrat, both sides of the equation. You have Arkansas, D.C., Illinois, New Mexico, Florida, and Wisconsin. Granted, most of those geopolitically are more on the left, but it'll be interesting to see how that pans out long-term. And 
if these states start to change their policies and start to protect the stores more. Now, going into the culture section, Disney, one of the biggest cultural lexicons of my day, I can't, it's hard to find someone who hasn't seen that franchise. And Disney said they're going to cut the price of their Star Wars hotel. And the Star Wars, it's one of those things where I'm actually shocked they didn't make billions or millions of dollars off of this because people who like Star Wars love Star Wars. So I was actually surprised they weren't selling more tickets. Now, the Luxury Hotel provides a two-night experience at the Galactic Star Cruiser. And at the launch, the price, keep in mind, it's a two-person experience and it is a two-night experience. So I, the way I interpreted the language and the promotions, you had to do a two-night experience. And the price is $1,209 per guest per night. So the total cost of two people to enjoy that experience would be $4,809. And in terms of this experience, the breakdown of it would be, you would arrive at Disney World, the uh, Disney World Resort Terminal, board a launch pad, rendezvous to the Star Cruiser, and they noticed, they noted a couple unique experiences, like you get to learn how to use a lightsaber, which if you're into Disney, I'm surprised people don't just pay five, 10 grand for that experience alone. And I think there's other experiences you get to learn a little bit more about behind the scenes. But Disney said they're decreasing the price and the price is no longer actually on the Disney website. So now they say if you want the real prices, you got to call them, which who doesn't love calling a 1-800 help line and trying to actually get a hold of a real person that. So I was surprised actually decreasing the price. There weren't enough people willing to pay about $5,000 for a weekend retreat at a Star Wars themed hotel. So I, I thought the culture was strong enough to support that business model for that specific thing, but we're going to have to decrease the price. Another interesting news, or hilarious news, an airline gave a flyer a banana for their vegan meal. So a passenger on Japan Airlines was given a banana, and more hilariously, with chopsticks when they demanded their vegan meal. And Chris Chari is now the famous passenger who complained now, the flight was scheduled to have two meals, the first snack and a refreshment, and then a lunch. The snack option for non-vegans being seared tuna, eggplant salad, cheese with orange salsa, and baguette. So you get the whole kit and caboodle. And so he got the banana with the chopsticks. And then the second meal he got was spaghetti. So he still got food. And it's an interesting thing where the culture is, the world does not revolve around you, but we seem to think that more and more every day. And I think this is hilarious. The best part of the story is they gave him chopsticks to eat a banana. Which, this airline gets an A-plus for being funny. Or, I guess, unintentionally funny. But yeah, I mean, based on your diet, you know you're going to have restricted meals. And I think there is technically supposed to be, there's a vegan option, but maybe they ran out of stuff. But yeah, they gave him chopsticks. That should be a t-shirt if I ever heard one. Just chopsticks and a banana. Now, going to the politics, Fox News has a soft ban, quote-unquote, for Trump. They're avoiding putting him on the air, kind of indicative of how the Murdochs feel of Trump, which is a family behind who owns Fox News. And this is fascinating because one of the raises of fame when he first ran for president is he may not have lived on Fox News, but he seemed to be on there every darn day when you ever heard news about him. And he was on every outlet as well, just campaigning, and the media gave him all the attention he could possibly want, which some would say was detrimental during his second presidential election. Um, but it's fascinating to see 
Fox just does not seem to want to partner with him at all. He hasn't had a single appearance on the news outlet since he announced he is running for president in 2024. Contrast that, Fox has featured other prospective presidential candidates, or I should say they are candidates now. So they interviewed Nikki Haley seven times since she has announced she's running for president. They've interviewed Vivek Ramaswamy four times since he announced he's going to be running for president. And even DeSantis, who hasn't officially declared he's running for president, he's been on Fox News several times as well. So it's interesting to see they're starting to, the tides have turned. And if you can't get your message out there, that's a big obstacle. And after he won the election, he wasn't going to get on the traditional outlets or maybe like the CNNs and the MSNBCs, I wouldn't think. But I'm actually surprised these media companies should be begging for him to run. He is running, but the amount of money all these media conglomerates made off of just covering him every single day he was president. I'm actually shocked more people at CNN didn't like secretly vote for him or something because of how much money and revenue they drove off of that one giant topic. Now, going into other political news, there's video release evidence of July 6th. So the police actually, according to this video, and if you watch it, pretty interesting, it shows the police assisting the Q Shaman. Apparently, that was a guy with a buffalo hat or the funny-looking outfit. Now, the police withheld this video for quite some time. Tucker Carlson on Fox News released it, and the video actually shows police escorting this guy throughout the Capitol. This guy's name actually being Jacob Chansley. And he had a police escort, so he was unarmed. He had a police escort put him throughout the whole building, and they even opened doors for him and helped him get into different rooms. And it was fascinating to see that being the exact message we've been fed for years, or perhaps a little over a year now, or a couple of years now. It's just everyone thought it was a, a military coup. It was a you know January 6th was treason, and it was portrayed like he and those other those those people. Basically used force to break into the Capitol to try to overturn the election. And now we have this video evidence where they're just showing him around the place and he's been in, they put him in jail ever since. So it'll be interesting to see if he actually gets released from jail or what happens to those charges. But yeah, needless to say, interesting development in that story. Going on to the business blunder of the day, Victoria's Secret is bringing back their runway campaign. They originally canceled that in 2019 due to a myriad of political and cultural criticism of the company. And the business blunder, I think, is just the back and forth, as well as this company has a lot of baggage. The, exec the executives of the company actually had ties to Jeffrey Epstein, who is obviously one of the worst minds in history. And they also launched an inclusivity campaign. They had other critique of the company for the CEO not being fully embraced of quote-unquote body positivity. And you have this company where Rewind the clock. They used to be the premium luxury brand that everyone aspired to be. You, they, they were actually one of the first videos broadcasted on the internet. Mark Cuban's company, Broadcast.com or .net, one of the first things he ever showed, if not the very first thing, I believe, was actually the Victoria's Secret runway show where they had the girls with angel wings walking down the catwalk, wherever you call it, fashion plank. And that was a huge pivotal moment in IT history as well. That's what made Mark Cuban a billionaire was selling that company later in that technology to Yahoo.com, which eventually, ironically, after the dot-com dot com bust, went nowhere or crushed itself. Now, 
the camp just a blunder is they're going back and forth they don't know their customer anymore now they want instead of having a premium high quality brand they're going after everyone now so now anyone can get Victoria's Secret so you're expanding your market you're decreasing the quality of the brand as well as the premium image of the brand and it's just not a smart long-term success and they also had creepy campaigns where they're making underwear for kids it's just one of those things where who the heck knows what's going on with that company but they are a handful of blunders needless to say thank you everyone for tuning in today don't forget if you'd like to see more content like this to like subscribe and comment tell your family tell your friends tell your coworkers, tell your enemies heck tell anyone to stay safe and fight the good fight